Yeah, Oof. I know we've talked about picking noses and scratching your ass, scratching your ass, sticking but, pens up to the eye of your dick. I reckon. Really? Have we actually, talked about that? No, we? we might actually not. That might have been somebody else I was talking to. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I get a bit confused. The, the, the correct term, of course, being sounding. Is it? What is that? When you stick when you um, stick something down the eye of your dick, it's called sounding. 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 S O U N D I N G. This is from the Urban Dictionary. You can buy sounding tools that will do it. Good lord! What sort of tools? Oh, it's like a like a long shaft with a little tiny ball on the end of it, and you stick it down your pecker. Geez, you know a lot about this. It's called, we, we've covered this in a previous show. That's Actually, what I, I think we have, have now that I think about it. You can test me on it later. We 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 uh, I, I googled that sucker. <laughs> Boys and girls, you just find the information here that you won't get anywhere else in the world. Gosh. Let me tell you. Imagine all the kiddies. Uh... Who might be listening? Huh. Urethral sounding. Yes, talking to the teacher on Monday about sounding. And what did you do on the weekend, Johnny? Well, I was listening to the vinyl lounge and they were talking about urethral sounding, teacher. And then I went and got this huge big lump of reinforcing rod and stuck it up my tiny little pecker. <laughs> right? Okay, okay just go over to the corner now. <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> And brought a sick note into the teacher on Monday. <laughs> the, the wiki, the Wikipedia says sounding or urethral sounding is the medical use of probes called sounds to increase the inner diameter of the urethra oh, and God. to loca- locate obstructions in it. Sounds are also used to stretch the urethra in order to receive genital piercing. No, thank you. Oh, I just can't see the whole point in having the big. Prince Albert thing stuck in the end of your knob. No, I can't see that either. And I just simply just don't understand how people can be that bored with themselves that they've got to start investigating other things to do to make life interesting for themselves. Oh, I've got no problem with that. I do. Oh, yeah, but you're weird. It repulses me. No, pretty much everything repulses you, let's face it. You know, going to a restaurant mm-hmm. and getting repulses. served by someone... Uh, that has piercings and stuff puts you off the food. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. Well, they're not serving you with their ass, are they? No, but they're. Mm, he's got the, a point there. The tongue piercing and the, you know, the nasal pierce and then the chin pierce. I could, I could never understand the chin pierce. Oh, I must admit. Well, there, there are some piercings that I don't quite fathom. Like you, you can. I think one of uh, the GFs cousins, or sorry, nieces or nephews one of them, they've got a little tiny sort of thing stuck in the back of their neck. Like, it's so small you can hardly see. It's, like, it's like, almost like a little diamond, but obviously it's not. Sorry, did you say back of their neck? Yes, yes. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, you just have this tiny little thing in the back of your neck. And why, I have no idea. They'd just well, shit you, wouldn't it? Well, oh no, it's, I mean, it's, it's literally just a speck. It's that small. Well, but, it is a sort of a semi-precious stone or something, or...? No, I think it's just a shiny bit of some shit. Metal. Oh, I, some, I, I have no idea what it is. I've never so heard very it. similar to the tiny... Some people have a tiny little stone, and that's in the side of their and nose. On their nose, exactly. Very, very small. Same sort of thing, I would imagine. But at least that one, you can... You know, I, I would imagine it goes all the way through, and it's got a little something on the other end. I, I'm not, I don't know. It'd only work for women. For men, men... You'd, I mean, I could, I, could have a, I could have a half-decent scratch in a deep sleep. Oh, absolutely. Do some just digging the thing out. It'd be there in the morning along with half a litre of blood. Mm. I reckon if you had a fight with someone who had one of those studs in their chin, 
you'd smack them in the chin. I reckon that'd really hurt because the stud on the other side, you know what it's like getting hit in the teeth. Yes. Around there, right? Can you imagine a stud getting getting rammed up uh, into your gums, into your jaw, basically, You're from violent. the outside? I reckon it'd be pretty painful. You are a very violent man. You know that. I'm, I'm ex- Scotto. Yes. I'm extremely violent. You are an extremely violent man. I mean, I've yeah. seen you just walk along and belt somebody for no reason. Yep. For no reason at all. You just none at all. You're violent. He'd have, he'd, he'd have no compunction about walking up to a bloke in the middle of his urethral sounding exactly. and just grabbing yeah. the stick. Yeah, and pulling yeah, it hard yeah, on yeah, it. and using him as yeah. drumsticks <laughs> on some other bloke's head. Although I, I, I can see a problem with that because Fishy does not cope well with other men's willies. To be perfectly honest, true. Um. In, in the visual sense, anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know about pulling out the sounding device. He's a willy. He's got willy phobia. He does have willy phobia. He doesn't even like looking at porn in case he sees a naked willy. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's just that you never know. You might sort of get used to it. So hang on a minute. So hang on a minute. What you're saying is that if you accidentally see. A naked willy, possibly even on the screen. Yes. This could jeopardise your sexual orientation and you might end up becoming not straight. Well, you never know. I'm reasonably confident. Well, I'm, I'm hopeful that I would never be turned around. So it's an open ended question for you. Is it the, the question, how, how good could a cock look? <laughs> well, exactly. It's just an open ended question. <laughs> it's an open ended <laughs> question, isn't it? Speaking of sounding, it would be open-ended. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I just think I, I worry. I mean, <coughs> pardon me. I, I understand that you know you were a three-year-old transvestite, and you, your sexual sexuality was in question at that age. It was a very confusing times, Scott. <laughs> Indeed, I can imagine it would have been. And I'm not quite over it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, a measly fifty years later, I can see that. And I'm vulnerable still. I can see that now. I just I didn't realise how vulnerable you were. Yes. That just by the mere thought of looking at a willy could in fact make tip you turn life's one of great corners and tip you over the edge. Yeah. Fascinating. That's just amazing. Hmm. I think we need to um, get you on a... Well, actually, I was going to say on a couch, but you're on the NetFM bed. I think we need to get some kind of um, psychiatrist in here and discuss this on the air with them. I think the listener would be interested to know what's going on in that mind of yours. There's not a lot at the moment. (laughs) I was going to say, I've got a fair idea. It's not looking too good, really. You know what I feel like right now? Uh, A flake. Oh... I've got no chocolate. Do you really? Yeah. Do you really feel like a flake? Oh, yeah, I do, actually. You got one. What I've got right oh, you oh, oh, bastard. You, you realise, of course, some... now that you've brought that out, but we all have to... There has to be enough for all of us. Yeah, Where'd you get that like from? Like, like the school teacher. Yeah, exactly. Where'd you get that from? What have you got there, AP? Chocolate bar, sir. Nothing, sir. Did bring enough for everybody, did you, son? <laughs> yeah, I did, as a matter of fact. Dick brain. <laughs> Yeah, he's take my sounding rod. <laughs> oh, dear. What are they made of? I bought one for everyone. It's uh, not a steel sounding rod. There's some images. Uh, there's some images. I'll, I can send them across to you. No, thanks. Is this on? You might, yeah, I was going to say, you may not, you may not look at them because there's dicks. 
Well, obviously God. involved there. No, there's all sorts action. of interesting things. But I, I was um, I filled up the uh, the AP mobile on the way to the airport this afternoon, mm-hmm. and I uh, filled up at a BP um, close to close to work, and I went in there and uh, flipped flipped out the uh, the old Amex, and he said, um, "Choose any two chocolate bars for free." Oh, bargain! Yeah, and I said, uh, "Don't mind if I do." Because the, uh, the the chick that was paying before me it didn't look like she needed any 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 chocolate bars at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, she needed about negative a thousand right chocolate bars. Um, have big, I covered that? Um, I um. Yeah, so I said, oh, I'm looking at the guy, and he goes, "No, just choose any two chocolate bars for free." He goes, "Over seventy liters of fuel, free you, can, choc- you can get two free chocolate bars." Oh. So I got a flake, this particular flake right here. And I got a cherry rob, which didn't uh, survive the trip to the airport. Oh, I'm not keen on a cherry rob. The 70 litres cost you $1,400. Well, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> not the point. You still get two free chockies. BP. I swore I'd never buy petrol again from BP after the um, after their oil spill. Oh, well, well. Yeah, what are you saying that you're an Does environmentalist? That, those things affect you. No, it was, just, it was just like a you know my little bit for, for humanity. Oh, and the little fuckers didn't seal the didn't seal the oil leak for how many how many days? Well, in fairness, it wasn't their job. They'd contracted it to Halliburton and another company. But the bottom BP line, were just the, the operator. Buck stops with BP. Well, but the simple fact is that with two chocolate bars, you, the, you, you're over that now. Given, <laughs> they, brought, they bought you off. <laughs> You've been bought off by two chocolate all bars. Given, that's right. Yeah. Cherry ripe in a flake, and I just don't give a shit anymore yeah. about the, the penguins flopping up onto the beach with crude all over them. So I can see it now. Should, should we ever have a nuclear... Uh, the Fukushima thing happens again. You, yeah. A couple of um, Japanese... Or half a bottle of sake, and you wouldn't yeah, give bag, a rat's ass. bag ass. of Haribos, and, and it'll be fixed. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. give a shit. Did you throw the chocolate wrappers out the window? No, just, no, just that's just socially irresponsible. <laughs> just, I was going to say, just to top it off. <laughs> Oh dear! Just going back to uh, sounding and yes. sensible sounding, I, I think this is a story that you may have uh, have penned, uh, Fishy, if I may. Please. Sex was once, to me, a superstition, as it was to you. It was something I heard about from schoolyard friends who'd never done it, or from parents who claimed to be explaining it to their responsibly so in a in a responsibly sober way. It was something I caught in stolen glimpses of nakedness in bad movies. That was probably where you were affected. And it was uh, there in this nonsensical syrup of sitcom romances and in the soap opera fatalism of every pop song I fell for. Taken all together, those fragments uh, left me with an uncanny understanding of how sex should be before I even thought it was, I was capable of experiencing it. When I finally began having my own sexual experiences, that adolescent mysticism lingered on and left me feeling like I was missing something even while there was nothing specifically displeasing about any particular encounter. We move forward a little bit, blah, 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 blah. Sex inspired me... Sorry, sex inspired in me a suspicion that there were even better forms of it than I would have... of it that I would have to travel outside myself to discover. Which is how I came to be sitting in my bedroom one night, sliding a long metal tube into my penis. Urethal sounding rods are relatively obscure and intimidating member of the sex toy family, usually a long, slender metal cylinder 
meant to slide into the urethra to create a pleasing dilation effect. Well, this is disturbing. Sizes range from 14 to 17 millimetres in circumference, though there is some variation. The rods come in a variety of shapes. Some have a gentle S-shaped curve, while others have large cylindrical dumbbells on their tips. Some come with a flat rectangular end, some with repeating spherical ridges. And the most intimidating have severe fishhook curves. And it goes on and on and on about why and how. This chappy. Oh, when I began thinking of trying, uh, when I began to think about trying a sounding rod, most of my male friends recoiled in horror, either overwhelmed by the thought of ruining their penises, or flashing back to the painful chlamydia testing chore of inserting a Q-tip into. Who ever had that? Thank Christ, I've never had chlamydia. The scattered available information seemed to affirm the practices recklessly deviant. I think you'd have to agree with that one, wouldn't you, Fishy? Yeah. Yes, I thought so. I've lost you, haven't I? No, 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 no. I no, was... I have. I can no, tell no, you've no, gone. No, no, no. I was thinking about the 14 to 17 uh, millimetres. centimetres. Millimetres, not centimetres, millimetres. Oh, is that, was it, was it millimetres? Yes, it was, was only millimetres. Because I'm, I'm glad it was millimetres because I was doing the wrong thing with the centimetres. <laughs> Thank God for that. No wonder it was painful. <laughs> One survey of more than 2,000 men found that roughly 10% who performed urethral sounding also reported higher STI rates. What the hell is an STI? I've heard of STDs. Sexually transmitted. Um, uh, it's the same as an STD. Infection. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. infection. Another study from the University of South Florida tracked instances of patients visiting hospital with foreign bodies inserted into their urethras, including a ballpoint pen housing and a bundle of speaker wires. It's disturbing. <laughs> Makes a great antenna for FM radio. Seeking <laughs> that, and all noted there, uh, and noted that all the patients had been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, now that's interesting. So, by what I've just read in that sentence, and without bothering to read any more of the story, it would seem that if you have a tendency to stick a thing in your willy, you are probably schizophrenic. <laughs> I think you'd have to agree there. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you're not. <laughs> Which yes, one of you, you is are. here now? <laughs> and then it goes on to describe how he stuck this thing in to his willy. And we never really do find... Well, we probably do find out why, but I can't be bothered. Wasn't, to it, wasn't it Sir Cliff that um, sang wired for sound? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop there. Yeah, probably best. So there it is, an entire story in thenerve.com. About uh, in the nerve.com, the nerve got oh, sorry, it's actually nerve.com, not the nerve.com. It's like oh. you know, the Google. I've just um, been uh, following up a couple of things mm-hmm. on, uh, on my Google machine, and I've um, found, come across uh, 46 sexual fetishes you've never heard of. Oh, give me a run, I might have. <laughs> I'd like to see how it's, al- <laughs> it's how an alphabetical list. Oh, okay, starting with acro acrotomophobia. No, nope, haven't heard of that one. You, you become aroused by amputees. Nope. <laughs> I have, no, actually, that's not true. I have heard of that one when I think about it. Really? Story. Yes, I have. I've read and about it somewhere. And then there's agalmatophilia, arousal to statues. Mm, I think I knew oh. somebody that had that. Oh, he's a good. He's a good I, follower. I, I, I had a friend who was starched, charged once with statutory rape. I think it's a different thing. Didn't, didn't realise it was a statue, though. Ah. Uh. 
Then we've got Apto. These are these are fucking hard to pronounce. Apotemophilia. Well, that sounds bad. Arousal to oneself as an amputee. Oh, that's oh, odd. That's sort of stretching a bit. Yeah. I mean, you could be aroused by yourself, but why do you have to be an amputee? That's a bit Yeah, odd. that's the point. Yeah, I mean, I, right. I'm aroused by myself. Well, not as often it's as I like used to It's like saying be. you're aroused if you're, a, you know, an obese person. Well, there's probably something in there as well. Chasmophilia. Right. Arousal to caverns, crevices and valleys. I think in the geographical sense. Ah, okay, yeah. right. As in like, driving down the road and going, oh, look at that valley over there. Oh, yeah, I've got a fat... yeah, you, you drive down a winding mountain road and you've got a woody. You're nursing a chubby all the way down. Oh. Imagine um, explaining that to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be one further down, which is arousal to being pulled over by the cops. That wouldn't surprise me. Then there's coprophilia, which I have heard of, which is arousal to feces. Oh, that's just weird. Yeah, I don't get that one. Ex-exhibitionism. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Displaying on sexual organs in public. Oh, yeah, no, I'm all for that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, here's one. Here's a good one. Yes. You'd have to be pretty careful, though, in my view. Mm-hmm. Formicophilia. Uh-oh. Arousal to insects. Yeah, How I don't think... about that? A mozzie's just not going to do it for me. I don't, oh. I don't want to hump a mozzie. Well, maybe, maybe you want the mozzie to hump you. Maybe you want the mozzie to bite you on the dick. But there's so many types of insects and things. I don't know. It's just sort of a weird thing when you think about it. Well, no, that's very weird. What's the, what's the weirdest one you can find? Uh, uh, frotter is... Uh, there's been no weird ones in my list so far. Ah, you know, come a bit, on, a bit, bit <laughs> left not of centre, but let's not carry away. No, Listen. not for me. Um, frotter, frotterism. Mm-hmm. Arousal to touching a stranger surreptitiously in a crowded place. Nothing wrong with that. The, Jap- the Japs do that. They've got um, the, the Japs... Um, in, in the trains. Put, yeah, in the trains, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think we discussed a story last week on the show where when uh, I like to walk up uh, behind girls as they're walking down the street with my willy uh, poking out of my fly. I might be a bit stiff, and when they stop suddenly, I stick it in. Same sort of thing, as I said. Perfectly reasonable to me. Can't see the problem there. Catapatronophilia. No, I arousal to sex in front of mirrors. Oh, I think everyone does that, uh, don't they? Yeah. Until, on reflection, though. On yeah, reflection. Yeah, on reflection. I, I, think <laughs> I've, uh, I think I've done that, yeah. Yeah, no, I've done it, and then I looked at it, you know, several years later doing the same thing and thought, oh, Jesus, that's like videotaping yourself having sex. Then you look Lithophilia. back at it, playback and it's not good. What's that one? Uh, what's Lithophilia. That one? Arousal to stone and gravel. Right. Okay, now we're starting to get weird. Sort of thing, isn't it? No, we're getting weird. Gosh, Melissophilia. You'd go crazy working on if you were a road worker or something, wouldn't you? Maybe that's why they do it. Matt, you're right. That might be, that a, could secret, be why. Um, a secret fetish of road workers. Yes, well, secret, a secret. Mm. Just a secret that they're keeping to themselves. Maybe it's Melis- that good. Melissophilia. Wanting to hunt Melissa's? Is, is the arousal to bees and wasps. Oh, I thought it might have been the arousal of anyone called Melissa. Followed by nasolingus. Oh, people that fuck noses? Arousal to sucking on someone's nose, yes. Oh, no. Because I've, I've read... I've read um, must have been Penthouse magazine in the letters all those years ago where one bloke, he used to um, love catching um, uh, seagulls and fucking them. Uh, no. Yes, and another one who who um, liked to um, fuck his girlfriend in the nose. 
did he did he just he stuck his, his, his favourite song I do like to be beside the seaside something along those lines mm-hmm. yes did the seagull have a chip in its mouth probably did <laughs> sick bastard um nebulophilia arousal to fog <laughs> that's just weird are you serious so that's weird. foggy it's pretty I'm not making would I make that up no in fantasy no, wouldn't make this up. up um necrophilia we've heard of arousal oh, yeah. to corpses dead boring uh, yeah, it's pretty passe, really. Um, podophilia, arousal to feet. Yeah. Uh, Must admit, I've never been... We're into the peas now, so we're not far away. Oh, thank God. Just scanning through, oh. finding the... Oh, pubophilia. That's me. Oh, love of pubic hair. Arousal to pubic hair. Oh, that's you. You're that's a pubophilia. Yeah, 24-7. A pubophiliac. That's right. You sick bastard. Uh, te- teratophilia. Arousal to the congenitally deformed. That's a little unusual. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a bit left of centre. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, urophilia. Arousal to urine and urinating on others. I uh, didn't get the excitement of that one either. I must yeah, neither do I. Voyeurism. Arousal to spying on others for sexual gratification. Oh, I love that. That's fun. Can't uh, xylophilia. Who? Was it? Xylo, X Y L O, philia. Mm-hmm. Arousal to wood. <laughs> so wood so, gives you a woody. Wood, wood gives you a woody, yes. I, can I was about to say that. Sorry. Zoophilia. I just with xylophilia, though, I was just wondering is there a difference between mahogany and pine? Oh, God, yeah. You'd have all sorts of people there that'd be keen on the the pine or the mahogany or maybe some walnut. Those oak trees are crackers because they've got big knots in them and big holes. Can imagine you imagine a woman talking? Imagine a woman talking to a xylophiliac. Yeah, I was going to say being able to say that uh, that she's got her birch oh, her birch branch ready to. Oh, yes, go to the birch branch. Can you imagine a xylophiliac fondue party? <laughs> They've just got different samples of woods everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if you were in a group and instead of throwing your keys in the bowl, you'd be just throwing lumps of wood and then humping it. <laughs> How dull. God, there's some interesting people in the world, isn't there? Ooh. There's only one Z, zoophilia. The arousal to non-human animals. Yeah. East Germans I used thought to it was bestiality. Yeah, no. Yeah. East Germans used to be really big on that one in the movies. Quite... So there you go. That was just a little little interesting aside there. Well, indeed it was. I mean, you just get all the information here on the Vinyl Lounge. As I said earlier in the show, we, we teach you things, ladies and gentlemen, that you will find nowhere else. It may or may not be a good thing. I'm not entirely sure. Vinyl Lounge University. That's us. We should actually... We could probably get a, a start charging people to go to university on the Vinyl Lounge. Online. But on That's right. Distance education. Yeah. We could be a, an official distance education... Um, Provider. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Appreciate you very kind. Uh, boys and girls, what about we have a little bit of Joe Cocker? Hitchcock Railway from the Vinyl Lounge. Got a basil fish with AP in the corner. He's the sick bastard. 